Hey, what's up? Hello. How was your day today? Busy, but I'm here. How about yours? <laughs> busy. Very busy. Very busy. Uh, stressful, too. It was a lot. But we here, so, you know, that's all that yeah, matters. we made it. We did yeah. it. You know, <laughs> Monday almost over, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, what year did you graduate college? Um, I actually never graduated because I never finished taking the courses. I just took a bunch of classes. So. Girl, girl, that's everybody. Don't feel bad. I, I don't feel bad. I'm just like, that's my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but my, my, one of my favorite memories of you in class was, do you remember when it was, uh, I think, as a matter of fact, yeah, it was the first day. So I don't know how in the hell I remember this, but <laughs> the first day, and we were doing, um, what's that show that I don't like? Oh, yeah, we were doing Wicked. Wicked! <laughs> yeah, you remember that? What class was it? What was what class was the? It, it was, it was uh, Brad's uh, musical theater class. Oh, freaking Brad! Yeah. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. It, we, we ain't even gonna get into him, you know him and. Let's you know, not even talk about Brad. <laughs> sure, him and Harvey Weinstein—they must be cousins. Man, I don't. Mm. Mm-hmm. But 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 yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's what we're about to turn this thing into a whole other... Uh, right! Uh, <laughs> I'm like, the weird shit that was going on there, I was like, hold up a minute. <laughs> What's happening? I'm telling you, I'm glad they finally got his ass up out of there. Like, this is just college. What are we doing? What's happening? What Thank is you. On? Okay, so like my mom, actually, when I, when I went, she was like, don't be, you know, doing anything risque for roles. And I'm like, this is college. It ain't like I'm like, paid or nothing. Community like community college at that. No, not like I'm shitting on community college, but I'm like Yeah, it is not it is not that serious. It I'll is not that steep. <laughs> like this is not even like this you, for no, 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 ma'am. It is not that stress. But yeah, but like uh, so I remember him announcing that, you know, because in auditions they do calls like we're uh, auditioning for uh, Elphaba or Glinda. And mm-hmm. he was like, all right, we're reading for Glinda. And all of a sudden your and every girl's voice in there got like super high, <laughs> you know, out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, like, and, and honestly, I hate that about musical theater but like there's some traditions in it you know like whenever you're playing Glinda of course your voice is gonna go like super high you know what mm-hmm. I mean or like whenever you're uh whenever you're playing um uh Antony and you know um Sweeney he, people play it weird you know yeah yeah so there's some you know old unspoken uh you know, rules in musical theater, but I feel like they're slowly, uh, slowly uh, going away with like shows like Hamilton and, mm-hmm. you know, just people doing their own thing. I'm like, just because Christian Chadwick's voice is high, yours don't have to be, you yeah. know? Like, like, 
like switch it up a bit, you know? <laughs> so be great. Yeah. So when did you first fall in love with like theater in general? Um, I mean, I've always kind of loved theatrics, like from a really young age, I always kind of felt like my dream life would be to like be an actor, singer, dancer, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, I would say I, I always innately knew I just never had been able to have the opportunity to do acting until like later, like college. Cause I didn't have the enough credits to do it in high school, even though I always, always wanted to do theater in high school because I had already committed to my band because my mom bought the instrument and she said, you're doing band till you graduate <laughs> school. And I was like, well, damn, I was like committed from sixth grade. So I, I couldn't really like be like, uh, you know, I don't really know that I want to just, I want to try some other things. What, what, what instrument were you playing? I played clarinet. Oh yeah, you 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 were gonna do some bad. You would gonna, win. Those, those, you, you know those are not those are not cheap. You know? Nah, <laughs> no, they are not. I mean, the starter ones like they're good, and I eventually got one of the nicer ones. And I probably would have been able to do more acting if I uh, had my shit together and I didn't like fuck it, like fuck up in some classes, which meant I had to take like all these other courses. Uh, to make up for not doing great in other classes like you're like if you don't do great in these classes you have to take these two other classes so now you're only left with literally two blocks of extracurriculars so yeah. that was that was my life and then right out of high school uh, I didn't really know what I wanted to do well that's a lie I wanted to go to like film school but I was like that's too expensive that's not an option so I ended up going to nursing school because my mom suggested it and she made it make sense. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go to nursing school. And uh, then I just kept trying to do nursing until I could pay for my own classes. And when she stopped paying and I started paying, it was all like, well, I don't want to take these classes. Yeah. I want to take acting and dancing classes. And and so it is. And then I realized, like, damn, I could actually, like, maybe do this for a career. And 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 so she wrote, and there it is. Yeah, and, and you have a very you know beautiful voice too, so I can definitely, you know, see you doing it for a career. What inspires you as a actress? Um, honestly, just like life experience. The thing that I love um, about acting—I mean, one of the many things that I love about acting—is the ability to play in realms of my life that may not always fit with my day-to-day -day, but um aren't necessarily parts of me that don't exist you know like being really angry I'm never really like an angry person I don't yell I don't argue so sometimes it's it's fun to have scenes where I get the permission you know to do those yeah. things or you know, just to kind of live in another world where I'm still myself, but I get to like experience these different life circumstances and I get to learn a lot too. So it's really like a win for me 
because I learn about myself. I learn a deeper connection of people. And it just kind of teaches you that we all kind of start from somewhere before we ended up exactly where we are. Exactly. Now, uh, to tell you a little bit about me, uh, when I graduated Booker T, I mm-hmm. was looking for a you know a college to go to, and my first choice was KD. But my mom was like, uh-uh, this is too much money. We not doing this. And so from KD, I went to um, uh, Mountain View, and their acting program was just horrible. Really? But because it's... The- Oh, man, let me tell you, that teacher there, I ain't saying no names, but <laughs> she, she gave uh, everybody the, view, the blues. And, like, me and my friends have this joke about Mountain View. Once you go, you can't leave. Like, it traps you. And it literally does. Like, there's people that were there from 2013 that's just now graduating. Like, it's it's serious. Because there was this game room, and they would play video games all day instead of going to class, and it was a whole lot. But I visit Mountain View because my friend is a counselor there. Yeah. And I ran into my old teacher. And uh, I, you know, was catching up, and she was like, you know, I had a, a musical theater class, but nobody wanted to take it. And then the kids were like, I wish we had a musical theater class. And I was like, well, you should have signed up. And I was thinking in my head, they probably just didn't want to take you. You know what I mean? <laughs> but 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 yeah, because like instead of. Um, you know, because I will give Brad this. He was a good musical theater teacher, which is why, you know, I was so disappointed. It was unfortunate that that happened. But uh, with her, she basically just gave us music and was like, okay, learn this. Or like she just gave us like monologues and said, okay, learn this and mm-hmm. then recite it in class. But it wasn't but really. But y'all didn't known, like you know break I mean? it down, talk about it, you know. Mm-mm. 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 And so when I got to Colin, it was like a whole different ball gown, you know. Mrs. Uh, uh, Shannon Kearns oh, with her improv, Shannon. you know, her improv, like, oh my God, her improv helped me as a person. Me Not too. even like, like, I... like, like, let's just. Yeah, let's just throw the acting career away. Like, as a human being, that class helped. I really think Shannon may have, like, kind of, like, started to... I mean, like, I'd always been, like, inching to this, like, way of, like, healing and, like, learning about myself. But taking, like, the acting classes and, like, interacting with Shannon just, like, helped me just see this, like, deeper beauty and intricacy of being just a person and like yeah. like the ebbs and flows and just the just her energy her vibe I love that woman I I talked to her after I'd left because I told her I was all like I don't well I decided I wasn't gonna go to school for acting I thought that there were other ways for me to go about it because school's so expensive and I just didn't want to be in debt to to be an actress when I you know, I'd started taking other classes and stuff outside of college and studying privately. Well, not privately, but like taking courses and stuff with um, different acting coaches in like the area. And um, mm-hmm. I was just determined to find my way. She kind of looked at me. She's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I think 
I think that I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do a different route. I'm just gonna go about it a little bit differently. Like college isn't the only way. In fact, it's not even yeah. required to to be an actress at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean it helps, but also doing it helps too. Like I've learned from doing so many shows that I've done. You know what I mean? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and what I got, and also we cannot leave out Gail, man. Gail is another great teacher. Did you hear she's retiring this year? Really? Oh, Gail. Yeah. Gail got yeah. me loving uh, TV and film because prior to taking her TV and film class, TV and film wasn't literally even on the radar at all. Like, I didn't know yeah. about it. I was definitely like hard pressed, like theater, musical theater. That's where I wanted to be. And then I took Gail's class, which is the last class you take. And I was just like, this is so different. It's so intimate and personal and like up close. And like, it's all these inner workings. Cause in theater, you're projecting out and you're pushing out. But in TV and film, it's all that inner workings. And there was just something so fascinating about it. I just had to go and get me some more of that. Yeah, like there's like I say, theater will always have a place in my heart. But TV, I love it because it's easier than theater, in my opinion, because, you you know, if you mess up, you know, they'll be like, cut, do it again. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do it again, you know, or like, say, for instance, theater, you have to like be bold and big. But with that, you have to be kind of big and small at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you get to do so much. like you you get to do a lot more not that like theater is limited but I mean with like tv and film you you have so much more room to play and do things individually or um with people from all over and you know you get to and you know because like it's the cutting and the pasting and the kind of piecing thing together and you can just like go out in the world and do things where it's like you know on stage you got to be on stage yeah, exactly. Now, uh, I, I when I asked you, uh, when did you know you wanted to do acting? I love your answer because, like, I'm the same way. Like, even when I was a kid worshiping Barney, you know, I would be yes, like, "Mama, Barney, I want to play with Bar- team Barney." Oh my god, I had so Thank much you. Barney shit. I had Barney I'm pillows, you. Like animals, <laughs> like the whole the whole freaking nine like i was obsessed with barney he must have they must have been hypnotizing us because let me tell you my mom could not get anything done but shoot she just put barney on i was not moving she could have went to california and back as long as barney was playing i would be right i don't know how i i almost kind of like want to go rewatch a barney episode just be like what was it about barney that I was just like that big purple dinosaur just did it for me. He the yeah. dinosaurs they it was the dinosaurs for me. You feel me? I'm telling you. I had the and, 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 and it's funny you said that because I actually did go back and rewatch it. You know, and like 
it was really nostalgic, like seeing all the songs like, hey, Mr. Nicker, bopper, boppity bop. I like <laughs> the way that you boppity bop, you know, seeing all those old songs, it just brought back memories. I was like, take me back, please. You can like, never forget how they end. I love you. You right. love me. We're a happy family with a great big hug and I just got me thank you won't you say you love me too I'm telling you and I don't know who the sick bastard idea was to say hey let's put Barney on the road let's make him do concerts like who does that like he literally did concerts I know he did concerts he did concerts yeah, like uh, I had Barney the, went uh, on tour. Yeah, I had one of the DVDs. He was, you know, because you know he was from Texas, right? He um he went to Golden Gate Church. Oh, word! Yeah, Barney was shot into. Yep, he's a homeboy. Wow, that's yeah. That's why Selena Gomez and Debbie Lovato and all them Texas kids was on there. Ah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, you know, and honestly, I could not see myself doing anything else. Like, I was like, I can't see myself having a normal nine to five office job. I'm sorry. I could never, like, literally <laughs> imagining myself sitting in, uh, sitting in one spot. Uh, no, no, no. I just can't. I just can't. People keep trying to like force me into it, like, no, go do this. Da, da, da. I'm just like, I can't. That's how I ended up waiting for right. it. I'm like, that shit's for the birds, dude. I can't do it. I don't like to sit still, first of all. Like, I get antsy. Like, I gotta move. I can't. That's so boring. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Um, let me ask you this Who are your top three actors or actresses or both of all time? Oh, that's what I don't even know if that's fair. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, oh, fuck, that's too. Uh, that's so hard. Well, it is, of it all is. time, that's so loaded. Um, well, I've um, or like an actor or an actress that has made you feel something or like provoked emotion <laughs> in you in some way, you know. Decide. But uh, <laughs> I loved Angela Bassett really early on. Um, you know, I. Mm. Oof. That is. I'm just like thinking of all these people. I'm like, I can't say all of them. Um, yeah, I'll give you an honorable mention. How about that? Give me four. Honorable mention, yay! <laughs> um, who else? Like, I'm trying to think back to young shelves, just admiring all of these fabulous people. Um. Man, I just got really stressed out for no good reason. I love Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, for me, you know, I like people like 
You know, I feel like Jamie Foxx is really underrated when I people love talk Jamie about Fox. I... Yeah, like when people talk about great actors, they think uh Will Smith or Denzel. But honestly, Jamie Foxx like I feel like he has more range than both of those people. He did a lot of shit. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is legit. Like Jamie Foxx will turn into whoever he's playing. You uh-huh. know, like Will Smith and Denzel Washington, they like are themselves but they be, like put themselves into the character but Denzel I mean because if you wouldn't have known you would think him and Ray were cousins <laughs> yeah you know um well shit man you know I also love me some Meryl Street. I also oh, yeah. love uh who the she's this woman and I just saw her in something else uh, Viola Davis. Love Viola Davis. Uh, mm-hmm. Octavia Spencer's fantastic. I love. Um, I love me some Taraji. I love me some. There's just too many. There's so many. Carrie Washington. I love her. I love yeah. Natalie Portman. I love oh, Natalie Portman, that woman. Uh, Kira Knightley, Kira Knightley for me. Kira Knightley. Oh yes, there's uh, why it's. I feel like it starts with an H, but I think she was. She did. Um, why can't I think of her name? She did this one boxing movie long ago, and then she was also. Oh, I know she, you're talking about Baby something like. I think so. I know her name, but I it's just not coming to me right now for some reason. I'll fact check it for you. I'll fact check it. But um Jesse uh Jesse Smollett's sister, what's her name? Junie Smollett or something. She's good too. I don't think I know her. Have you seen uh, Eve's Bayou or The Great Debaters? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that was her. Oh, okay, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I mean, I could just keep going on and on with people that I find fantastic and inspiring. Yeah, now, what about top three? I think Hillary Swank was... Hillary Swank! I knew it fucking started with an H. Swear to God. Yeah, Hillary Swank. Yeah, um, what about top three favorite movies of all time? Come on, man. I don't even know if my, my, my movie choices would even be like, oh, yeah, that was great acting. <laughs> Well, see, uh, don't get me started now because I love a good, bad movie, okay? Okay. So- I love Wild Wild Smith and Pluto Nash. Yes! Okay, first of all, <laughs> I am a huge dance movie person, even though we know that dance movies don't always come with the best acting, but I'm just like a dancer in my heart. <laughs> yeah. Center Stage is like a classic for me because it was like the fame of, for 90s kids, which it was a ballet movie. Uh, yeah, I can rewatch it anytime. And I, it was with uh, oh, I love her, Zoe Saldana. She was one of the uh, people, and I've followed her ever since that movie. Um, in several things. Um, shit. As animated films, I love Avatar. It's like fucking bomb every time. Oh yeah. Uh. 
White Chicks. Oh, White Chicks is my movie. I can can watch that movie like, what a beautiful chocolate man. (laughs) 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 Right, right. And who knew knew Terry Crews was playing himself in that movie? How did I forget Queen Latifah? I, uh, bringing the house down. Have you ever seen that movie with her? Yes. Oh my God. That was hilarious. <laughs> I love Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Oh, what a joy. Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey. Yeah. Do you like uh, Adam Sandler? Yeah. Have you seen The Wrong Missy? Oh my fucking God. Yes. I, I- watched that movie and I just like. I died. I was like, y'all have to go watch this movie. It's so ridiculously funny. Yeah, they had me on the floor. But that's like, I like his kind of humor because it's like a silly humor, you know? It's so good because like you get to play in that and it's so extreme, but it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Now, are you a Will Ferrell fan also? Yeah. Did you <laughs> did you watch his... um? recent one on netflix what the fuck was it called i cried eurovision i cried man i happy cried it wasn't like it wasn't like because some people like oh it's so boring i was like okay it was just like a more drawn out like lovely story but it was still funny because of like the type of person that he was playing and like what they were doing and all the situations and i still yeah because i appreciate the musical part of it and wasn't the music good in that oh my god shoot the viking song shoot i wish they would have done an extended version right and just watching him with this like massive ego it was just like really hilarious yeah and um yeah but that's a definitely a feel-good movie i i loved it i can't believe well it i think it's a movie that you have to watch with an open mind because I'll admit uh, I watched it when I was doing a sip and paint and I did not like it. I was judging it. I was like, and then I was one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it another chance. So I watched it with my mom and uh, it's an epic movie. And whenever I describe it, I was like, this is how epic that movie is. Demi Lovato is a blonde and she gets blown up. Like, <laughs> you know, you know it's an epic movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's your top three musicals of all time? Here we go with the top three. I hate questions like this. <laughs> I hate making like choices like these are my favorite. Uh musical, musical, musical. What tasty thing? You know, I mean. I have to say Wicked because, like, I was super obsessed with it at a point in my life, and I just, it'll never go away, ever, ever. I also really fuck with Legally Blonde, the musical. Like, I, yes, I watched that so many times because they had it on MTV, and I just, like, repeat, rewatch again. What you want, <laughs> baby, what you want is me. Yeah, I was so disappointed with uh, Clueless, the musical. I was like, how y'all gonna give Clueless a jukebox musical? Like, come on now. 
You can't fuck up a movie like that. Come on, man. <laughs> At least get original music. And I don't know what they were. We don't even claim Mean Girls. No. L- like, and it's funny because I was in like a group chat. And the minute the uh, CD dropped, everybody, like, all I saw was, sorry, Doku, we apologize, Doku. And I'm like, what the hell y'all crazy ass is talking about? Then I listened to the soundtrack, and it immediately clicked. Like, oh, because, like, I was the person that was fighting for Mean Girls musical. I was like, we got Heathers, we got Legally Blonde, we got Clueless. Mm -hmm. Like, why is it, like, Mean Girls is a big thing. Why don't we have Mean Girls? And, like, the the musicals, the musical is good. Mm -hmm. But the book, y'all need to, like, rewrite the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Get Linwell Miranda on to somebody. Right. Oh, I loved, uh, wait, 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 is it waitress waiting? The one that Sarah Bareilles wrote because one I waitress, love Sarah Bareilles. Yes. I love Sarah Bareilles. I've been following her for a long time. So mm-hmm. go ahead with your bad self, Sarah. And those were such beautiful songs. I've oh, Kamiko killed that role, man. And it's funny because I finally I was late on it, and I finally listened to the soundtrack, and I was like, uh, this sounds familiar. And then I looked up the cast and I was like, okay, so, so I see you, (laughs) you know, with that country accent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a real good soundtrack. But, you know, right now, Dear Evan Hansen and uh, Hadestown is that girl right now. Like, that's what everybody's talking about. What is? Dear Evan Hansen and Hadestown. I've been I've been out of the loop. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, uh, I, I can vouch for it. I, I checked out Dear Evan Hansen. I didn't really, you know, click. It didn't really click for me, mm-hmm. so I want to go back and listen to it. But Hades Town is definitely is definitely good. It's it has kind of a Louisiana Bayou type vibe to it. But mm-hmm. yeah, they got some they got some bops on there. Uh, did you go see Once on This Island last year when it came? No. I haven't been to go see a show in a hot ass minute, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Like once on the island was my first show, and I want to say a couple of years, mm-hmm. but it was it was pretty good. Uh, Disney's making it into a movie, so I'm interested to see you know who's gonna get the part of uh, the character that plays Mama will provide. I was thinking Billy Porter could pull it off, or even get Alex Newell, the original. You know. Hell well, yeah. not the original, but the, you know, the reprime original, because, you know, can't nobody do it like them. Can't nobody do it like them. <laughs> Did you ever see <laughs> The Color Purple? Yes, I saw it with my, I, I saw it for free. Look Shoot, at you. That was a blessing. Somebody, somebody uh, I think my mom's professor had tickets and he couldn't go. So my mom took me and that musical right there. I would be I would be scared to cast it though, because you you gotta have some strong lungs. That musical is mm-hmm. not love friendly. <laughs> no yeah. sir. Did you ever see Lion King? I'm still kind of upset at myself that I missed it. I missed Lion King, but I saw Hamilton. I was not about to make that mistake again. I missed the original cast. I saw it when uh Eagleheart was Lafayette, but they were just as good. 
Yeah, I never saw it live, but I caught it whenever they put it out on Disney. And I was like, I guess this is the chance I get. We're going we gonna to figure it out. We're going to see Hamilton. One right. Way, but, see, but see, one thing I don't understand is why they didn't shoot it live. Because they uh, shot it, but they shot it without an audience. Oh, really? Yeah, so mm-hmm. all the like, all the like claps and laughter was like it was a uh, auto. That's lame. They totally should have recorded it live. I kind of yeah, feel gypped now. Give me my money. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Because me and my friend were talking, and she was like, "I like the YouTube bootleg better." There was just something about that one, and I was like, "Well, maybe they didn't. It's because they didn't have an audience." And she was like, "Hold on, they didn't." And she was like, "Well, that's why they didn't have that energy to feed off of." That energy is real, man. You just can't replace it. You just, you can't. You can't. Just like you can't replace real drums with like fake audio, like computer ones. It's just not the same. Like a live band is never going to be the same as some automated thing. Like there's just an energy. You're right. That's crazy. Yeah. And I'm so glad you say that because like whenever I'm recording, that's my one rule like we cannot the only exception uh i found out how to like modify my voice like i'll like put my voice into a machine and i learn how to turn it into the electric guitar so that's the only instrument that i allow to be fake but whenever i'm recording something i require real instruments because like you said it just hits different it is it's People just don't get it. That's why, like, that live stuff, that old stuff, that's why it hits different because it's all real bands with, like, real people and their energy, like, driving it, that force, that that good shit. Yeah. Now, what are some good musical theater songs for you? For you, I mean, for me, I like Wait from uh, Sweeney Todd. I think that's underrated. Uh, Tonight at 8 from She Loves Me. Oh, my God. Empty Chairs and Empty Tables. I want somebody to sing that at my... I want Fantasia to sing that at my funeral. Oh, honey. Like... <laughs> All the feels. Shoot, I'm telling you, like, if, if I can, like, do a request like if they had like a concert where all the singers see musical theater, I would give that song to her because you know she gonna take it to church. Mm-hmm. Shoot, but what are some uh, musical theater songs that hit home for you? <sighs> hmm. Why you be asking me all these hard questions for? I don't want to have to think this hard. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Right. Um. Hmm. I'm just, I suck at fucking remembering names of shit. Yeah. I mean, if you sing it, I don't know it. Because, like, there is so many, so many songs like I could just pick one show and have like five songs right there you know Uh, right I'm just like narrowing it down is just like it stresses me out I'm like I don't want to pick I don't want to choose well I didn't give you a number notice I didn't give you three I said I know 
Oh, yes, there's, were. Yes. there's so many songs. <laughs> like, what? Man. Yeah, so um, many classics. I don't know. Like, I'm over here thinking of like Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, just because, I don't know. I, I, what am I trying to say, Lord? Lord? <laughs> I don't want to say because then people are going to judge me for being so cliche with my answers. I don't like that. <laughs> but no, like, actually, uh, Phantom of the Opera is not a cliche. Like, me and my fans have a running gag. We say if you are a fan of Phantom of the Opera or Les Mis, and if you like old school like theater, you're considered a theater connoisseur. Because not everybody likes, um, you know, that type of shows because they are sophisticated. You know, it's easy to like rent or wicked you know yeah but you know when it comes to yeah it definitely takes a certain type of theater kid matter of fact have you seen key and peele's skit of lamez i don't think that i have oh my goodness okay so after the podcast you have homework after the podcast i want you to go look up key and peele on youtube it's called one at a time and it's funny because this like they're basically like cracking jokes. Like you know how they sing talked. Mm-hmm. Well, like uh, uh, Keegan is trying to talk, and Jordan keeps sing talking, and he's like, "When are you gonna let me talk now? <laughs> okay, I'm. I need to start talking instead of you." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's an Anne Hathaway character. The Anne Hathaway character just pops out of nowhere and, and the music is good in it that's the thing like the Anne Hathaway character just pops out of nowhere will I love him will I die and then Keegan <laughs> is like okay now where did this bitch come from I was already <laughs> trying to talk over you you know and it's just hilarious you gotta check it out dude I fucking love it but yeah. um Shit. Um, I can't even remember the name of this song, but you know that one. In sleep he sang to me. In dreams he came. Oh, you definitely go get that's the main song. A voice which calls to me and speaks my name. That's my shit right there. Mm. I like sang that song so many times. And I was determined to hit that high ass note at the very, at the very, that little like, you know, where she gets up there. Yeah. I hit it a couple times. I was in my basement just like practicing it over and over and over and over again. One yeah. I'm, I'm just convinced Weber hates people. He, he hates <laughs> actors because. <laughs> That that's a hard show right there. <laughs> like I could never. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love everything about it. Um the but but, but you sing it good. Like, like like you sing it with soul. Like I've never heard 
a lot of well, I've never heard a black girl sing that song, so that was refreshing. How they need to hire more feel? black. How did it feel for you? It felt good. Like <laughs> I was like, okay, some soul. They definitely need to do an all black version. That would be it would dope. Be a totally I feel like different. I get excluded from so many songs as like a black person sometimes because it's like it's not my fit or you know it's like not the role that i would ever be cast as but i'm like that's fucking whack though like why not exactly exactly and i mean it's getting better but i will say this and like i'm i don't have an opinion on it because i feel like i'm not into position to have an opinion on it Mm -hmm. but one day we were doing the whiz and there was a um, girl that came, like, she wasn't a part of the class, but she came from another school. Mm-hmm. And that girl could sing, sing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she could sing, sing. And um, the teacher was like, um, Beyonce wasn't born. Okay, this is Diana Ross. So no runs, you know, just sing it as if. Mm -hmm. And I do believe sometimes in musical theater, they do look for a certain type of voice or there is a certain type of voice looked for. Do you feel that way, too? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like like I said, the good thing about today is people are pushing the envelope and uh, try new things. Now, when I push, say push the envelope, I'm not talking about that one uh, production of the all-white hairspray. Do you remember that? Say that again? <laughs> you, you, you remember I said when I'm talking about, like, directors that think out of the box, I'm not talking about that all-white hairspray that went down a couple of years ago. Do you remember that? Uh-uh, but we can't do that. What no, the fuck that is was that? A- what I don't know. That? I'm like, what's your vote? How do you do like? an all white cast for that show? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, was it the blondes versus the brunettes or something? Like, get out of here with that. Like, don't even put the show on, dude. Like, stop yourself. You know, like, race is a big part in that show. It and literally I mean- is the whole, like, <laughs> It's the whole yeah. premise and understanding of what that show represents and is about. It's set in a certain time period. It's a period piece. Like, no. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why every time I see that director or anybody sees him, they look at him like, mm-hmm, we remember that. Yeah. But I don't I don't know, like, because sometimes these uh, companies, they don't be wanting to change their shows. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, uh, it was in Plano, so no black people probably auditioned, and he probably, oh God, I, I hope no white people auditioned for Seaweed. Like, I hope they did, <laughs> but uh, he probably went to them and be like, look, uh, we ain't got enough black people, I can't do the show, and they probably wouldn't <laughs> let him change it. That's probably what happened. But, but yeah, they put... But yeah, they put the show on and, you know, and everything like it, it, it is, was a real thing. That's fucking wild. I don't know how I didn't hear about that. That is crazy to my mind. You couldn't have. I would have found somebody black. I would have got somebody. Right. You I couldn't have reached to. out and been like, hi, <laughs> like post it out somewhere like I need. <laughs> Shoot. If I would have had to drive them myself. You know? Right. I'm like, you telling me you didn't know any black people you didn't know not one 
to come help you out to bring your friends? I'm telling you now, that's a little too creative, okay? Like, you know, some people ain't creative enough, but that's pushing it. Mm, mm, mm. That's wild. Yeah. Now, what are some of your dream roles in musical theater? In musical theater? Well, I know I would like to see you as Glinda. You know, I was gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I said that. I was like, Glinda. Literally, Glinda. I was like, you know, it would yeah. be so much fun. I mean, it's possible. We already got an alpha bud. Did you hear about that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I think we got the first black alpha but last year. Come on, let me be the black Glinda of your life. I will just change your world, okay? I've got the bubbly. I've got it all. Yeah. Okay? I'm yeah. yeah, and I heard you do the voice, so you know, you got the you you can change your voice high, you know. <laughs> Whenever I see someone less fortunate than I, and let's face it, who isn't? Less fortunate than I, my tender heart really starts, oh, I fucked up the word, to bleed. <laughs> and when someone needs a makeover, I simply have to take over. I know, I know <laughs> exactly what they need. And even in your case, though it's the toughest case I've yet to face, don't worry. I'm determined to succeed. Follow my lead. And yes, indeed, you will be popular. It's over. I'm telling you. You know you say that better than Kristen, right? It's over. It's over. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Kristen. Try to watch. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm coming I'm for just your saying. crown. <laughs> Shoot. That was good. That was awesome. Let it be known here also... and now. One day you will see me as Glenda in Wicked. Mark my I'm words. Telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. If we could have a black elf, well, we definitely could have a black Glenda. Hell, we had a black Cinderella. Why not? You know? Times are changing. It's 2020. Let's get on board, mm-hmm. okay? I'm saying. <laughs> and um, another role I think you would be good in is uh, Mrs. Lovett. What's that from? I think you would. Uh, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Yeah, the uh, worst pies in London. Yeah, I think you would kill that role, too. Oh, man. Oh man, you know, I always wanted to. Um, so bad with names, I always wanted to be the not always wanted to be, but uh, in rent, the um, Joanne, yeah, or no, not I can... not Joanne, the other one. What's the other one? Uh, Maureen, her girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, Maureen, everybody always I, tells me I'm Joanne because she was black, and I'm like, um, I don't see me and you. See me and you have the same problem because I always want to be um, Mark. 
but people are like, nah, you either Collins or Benny. See, because I sang uh, Joanne's part, or not Joanne, Maureen's part for musical theater class, and he was like, why didn't you pick the other one? And I was just like, why do I have to pick that one? Because she's black. Like, get the fuck off of your case, dude. Let me be who I want to be. I wanted to be the sassy, hot lesbian who was rambunctious and did whatever she wanted, okay? I didn't think about anything. That's who (laughs) I wanted to be. I didn't want to be the other one. I'm telling you, like, and I mean, let's be honest, you know, I done dated some, uh, you know, black girls that were hoes in my day, too. Like, white girls are not the only girls that can be hoes, okay? Like, if you want to be Mimi or uh, what's him call it? Um, we just said her name. It's coming back to me. Maureen, you can. <laughs> right. I was really mad because I was like, I had on my little crop top and my whole thing. And he was just like. Why did you pick that one? And I'm just, I was, I'm still feeling mad about it. Like, right. I'm still, shut up, Brad. You don't know shit. Okay. You know, like, there is like the only, well, I mean, Mark, like, look at Drake. He's Jewish. Mm -hmm. Like, any any black person could be Mark. That's why I was so, I was so happy. Have you seen Rent Live? No, I've never seen it live. No, no, I mean the Rent Live that was on uh, ABC, oh. I think. Yeah, it was on ABC. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, I was so happy when Jordan Fisher was Mark. I was like, yes, an African-American Jewish person. I live, because that's, that's been... That's real, like, though. There, there are African-American Jews. Jews. <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr., hello, Drake. Get hello. with the freaking like, times, people! I'm telling you, yeah, but Mark is Mark is one of my favorites. Mark is but but if 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 they did like a gender swap, I would go for Maureen yeah. too. Maureen is fun. I love it. That's what I'm saying. It's so much fun. Like so good. So mm-hmm. good. Now let me ask you this. What's your uh go to karaoke song? Come on, man. That's not a thing. It depends on my mood. Yeah, well, see, it's funny you say that because with me, it depends on how drunk I am. Like, if I just had a beer or one shot, it's always gonna be, you know, what good is sitting alone in your room? You know, it's always gonna be cabaret. But if I sing uh, the slut song from Avenue Q, you know, when we're together, the earth. Music, get me off the stage because I've had way too many. If I'm singing that song, I should not be there. All right, that means I don't have way too much I'm to drink. Dead. Like, that's drink five right there. It's, it's over. <laughs> yeah, man, it's over. I love karaoke, but see, I feel like people like you that can actually sing should not be there. You know what I mean? Because here. Here's all these people that can barely sing, and the alcohol does not do anything for your voice, you know. So, I mean, and then here you come up saying, all right, I'm going to sing, and people are like, oh, she's one of us. And then you just belt out a tune out of nowhere. Oh, man. I mean, that's just, Mm. like, I don't have, I don't really have a go-to. I just... 
I just want to sing them all. Like if I'm feeling really uppy and peppery, like I love, I really do love that song from Legally Blonde. She's like, what you want, wanna, what you want is me, but you need to see me in a brand new domain. Well, it's plain Warner in a brand new setting. You will see you're getting all of this plus brain. And then uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I love um, recently I really like singing um, Satisfied from Hamilton. I don't know what it is about uh, that song, yes. but I just I will never be satisfied. All that. Because right. we're never satisfied. We're not. We're never yeah. and, and and it's funny because I don't know about you, like I won't sing the whole song, but like say for instance, depending on my situation, like a song will come out, you know, like say for instance, if I'm in the uh getting up early, going to work in the morning, I'll be like, I always been a morning person, a morning girl. Like like say for instance, I was having breakfast and a bird uh you know, uh, uh, I think it was an eagle almost, like a big old bird, like sat on the window. And my mom was like, oh, look at that bird. And I was like, good morning, birds. Good morning, trees. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Like, I feel like there's literally a, and somebody should do that. Like, you remember on uh, Late Night, how they do those, like, talk singing where, like, they'll like be talking and they'll be like, hey, I wonder if you want some. And then they'll play the song Cake by the Ocean, then turn it off. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, I would love some. And then they would play another song. I think somebody should do that with musical theater song. I like it. Do it. Make it a thing. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Now, now, do you write as well? Um, I do. I actually, right before, why I couldn't be available tonight, I was finishing up with my writing um, class that I take with Del Shores. And, um, nice. Yeah. Um, like, I don't really like heavy go for musicals anymore. Like, I'm trying to do more of like my own independent music. Um, so I've been writing more music and working on like composing um, the songs. Mm-hmm. Like, giving it actual music behind the words because I have a lot of music in my head when I write my lyrics but right now I'm at this point where I'm trying to get it from inside my head to a like format that I can actually like play out loud you know and uh, I'm writing I have this tv series idea that I'm really working on developing like I'm doing a lot of character work and stuff right now I've written some. Same. Yeah, yeah. We, we we gonna have to chop it up after the podcast because, like I said, ain't nobody stealing our shit. Okay? Hell no. But you can't. But, no, no taste. It's secret. You don't get to know. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm working on a little something too. I even got I got a director, an actress, and a uh set of photographer i need i need some money but you know there, there but, it is uh, but, but, but but yeah yeah but i have a feeling you're gonna really be into it you're gonna like it and i'm also working on a musical too that's more put together but like yeah. i'm having like 
really, really bad writer's block. And let me tell you a little bit about it. Um, have you seen Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? That's a... <coughs> Sorry. Is that a movie? Yeah, with uh, Sidney Poitier. With... Have you... Yeah. I feel like I have. I feel like I have seen that movie. Because it sounds yeah. really familiar. Yeah, well, basically, the movie is about a... It was the first interracial movie and it was about an interracial couple and how the black guy wasn't accepted it actually is in history for the first interracial kiss mm. yeah and have you seen uh, Jungle Fever I don't think so with, with Wesley Snipes uh, it's basically the same concept only the black people are prejudiced this time Okay. Yeah. Well, well, my show is like if those two had a kid, mm-hmm. it would be my show. And you know, like it's a it's a very good show. It's never been done before. Yeah. The thing about it that's so interesting and so hard, which is why I need your help, is like each character has their own genre. Like, you remember in Hamilton how, I, I forget the word for it, but you know how each character kind of had their own flow and word? Like, yeah. in Burr, like in most of the songs, Burr was in Talk Less, Smile More, or the word Wait came up. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Angelica, it was the word, you know, satisfied, and, you know, she would have that uh, cadence, like, I love my sister like I love my own mind. That mm-hmm. is hers. Well, like what mine is, is a um, each character, depending on their views, has their own genre. Like, say, for instance, the um, Caucasian parents are very racist, stuck in their ways. So they're more like, she loves me, carousel, Oklahoma, that type, singing in the rain style. Mm. Um, the daughters, because she's more modern and contemporary, her music is more Rent Hamilton. The son is more, you know, Hamilton, Rent, Waitress, Dear Evan Hansen. And the sister is R&B and the mom is like gospel. So think um, The Wiz, Color Purple, yeah. Dream Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's, it's mostly The Wiz because I love that harmonica in The Wiz, man. Like that harmonica over half of the songs, man, that got me. That got me. So she kind of has that too. But yeah, it's it's hard to write a lot of genres in one. And there's actually a scene where like both families meet. And so you got gospel, rap, pop, classic, all in like one song, like a clusterfuck. But it actually flows nicely. I believe it. I think that sounds dope. Yeah, definitely. Now, what skills are they teaching you at this school so I don't have to go there? <laughs> what you, you said, what skills are they teaching me at this school? Yeah, or, yeah. What, mean, what skills are you learning in your class? In my class? Um, mm-hmm. Well, really, because even before the class, like, I would always say that I'm not really a writer. I mean, I have ideas and there's things that I would like to write, but I I couldn't be like, I'm a writer, which Dell quickly was like, no, like erase that narrative. I mean, a lot of what we do in our class is like everybody kind of has their own 
individual projects. And one thing mm-hmm. that I really like is, you know, a lot of what he speaks on is you really have to know your characters before you can even really begin writing. Because once you know your characters and you understand them, you understand their story, you really hear their voice, you know who they are, you get a sense for them, then they will be able to kind of like speak in in the dialogue that you're writing because, you know, wow. they'll have a voice for you. And he's like, a lot of the times, if you are having trouble writing and stuff's not coming up, you need to go back and work on your characters. Like you need to really get in touch with your characters. So we'll do this little exercise it's like, how did, how did they get there? So we'll like, he'll find some random person and he'll kind of like tell a story about like where they are, like in this moment in life right now. And then we just like, we just take it a little step back. Like what happened before this moment? Okay. What do you think their apartment looks like? You know, what do they do? What did they eat for breakfast this morning? And then yeah. like with, with every little story, it's all like, Oh, and then what happened there? He got a letter from the dad that she never met. Okay, then what happened? Like, what happens before then? Well, you know, and you just kind of like, you just kind of, you make it up. You know, you build the world and you build the story and you build this life for that character. And all of a sudden you start to see them as this like complex being who has all of these emotions, who has all of this like, life experience and you start to understand how they got to that place in their life and then you can write off of that because you know they become alive yeah and see I love that and all the time while you were talking I was sitting up here smiling because that's exactly how I write like whenever I'm writing a story I'm huge on character development and it's like that's why I like sometimes I like to use my friends as characters Mm because I you know I know them so say for instance if I'm writing I will write the character and get to know each character and like it'll be where like I won't even have to write like the characters will speak for themselves right who will at this point is basically like I'm writing this story I know the mom so how I know how she will react if she mm-hmm. in this scenario or if her son brought a white girl home I know how she would react to that because I know her you know and I was doing a show in the alt theater called Inmates I don't know if you remember Sam I can't remember her last name but she wrote it and um, basically I had to write her right there so I could pick her brain and I was like just teasing her I was like what did he eat for breakfast and she was like, he had waffles. And I was like, how do you know? And she was like, because it's the 18th food stamps come on the first. He loves Cheerios, but he would have eaten them all by now. And his sister likes waffles. So that's all he got to eat for breakfast. Like, that's how good I want to know my character. Ex- you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So have you tried any other writing processes because I know like some people like to drive or go to cafes uh Alyssa Cara says she likes to go in closets type spaces uh and I know Ariana Grande she'll sit in the bathtub 
no water, just getting their clothes on, start writing. Some people get high or drunk. Have you tried any other like writing processes or which one works best for you? Um, I mean, I feel like that, that question, cause like, I feel like just doing the character development is just kind of like an exercise, like a thing that is necessary, but mm-hmm. as far as like well, writing other things, like when ways where like my ideas and stuff, like when I'm like the most kind of inspired, like, um, I haven't had a car in a while, but I used to, when I would drive, um, things would come to me. Um, a lot of the times. Uh, I come up with a lot of stuff when I'm in the shower, more times like music and stuff when I'm in the shower. Like I come up with a lot of songs. Like sometimes I'll just like get in the shower and I just like, I don't know, I hear the water drip a certain way. And then like this beat starts to come and then I'm just like, boom. And I start feeling all this stuff and like all these lyrics just start to like dish out of my body. I really, one thing I want to start doing because Sometimes I come up with things, but they're so like in that moment, if I don't have enough time to write it, I yeah. lose it. so I've, I've been in a better habit of when I get these like crazy little melodies or like little things in my head, like I'll just record it on my phone so that I can mm-hmm. go back to it later. Cause sometimes I have the beat, but I don't have the words or sometimes I have, you know, parts of the word and kind of how it sounds, but I don't have like the full story yet. Same with like, my writing you know um it's just sometimes I have to remember like these little gifts they don't last very long sometimes so if I don't write it down which I never was in a good habit of doing so I would lose a lot of brilliant little like trinkets or characters or like you know people and it was cool because recently I had I was like inspired like I was sitting out on my patio and I had this little moment with this spider and I don't know why I like argue with the spider for like coming into my space but I did <laughs> and it like that little moment like triggered me to write this little story like this little script and it was really freaking funny and I was so proud of myself because I wrote it in like an hour or less like super quick and I shared it and like everybody loved it. They were like, this is amazing. Holy fuck. Like, you know, you just yeah. wouldn't think. So I had this dialogue where it's like, not myself, but like, you know, the character or who myself interacting with this spider, kind of like trying to claim my space and letting the spider know, like, I'm not doing this, not today. This is not the day. And all of these little like moments come up because you're like expressing yourself out loud, but you're talking to a spider. So there's not really another person there. Um, mm, I feel that <laughs> which is like really interesting to write about it was such a fun such a fun experiment for me and um, man yeah and you now, know I mean, I've definitely gotten high and stuff before too I, not so much drinking I wouldn't say but you know yeah Cause I actually tried that earlier this week. Like I got really relaxed and it was the same, like, and I got drunk and it was the same too. I was like, I didn't even need to drink. I could have wrote this over, but, <laughs> but I haven't gotten high. Cause you know, that stuff is hard to get nowadays, you know, uh, post Rona weed is no joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody's.
Right. Yeah. Now, what advice would you give somebody trying to do what you do? Man, just don't ever give up. Like, go into it with the ultimate belief that eventually you're going to get where you want to go. But don't rush it. Enjoy those little moments of all that happens before, you know, you hit that place where, you know, because it takes a moment before you like hit it because once you get there then it's like boom 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 but it's all this little work that you do before and all these little moments before and there was a time before where I didn't appreciate the journey of getting there mm-hmm. so my advice would be to appreciate this process like this process is so beautiful and it just continues to inspire your work later on and don't get so impatient with other people's timeline. Cause it's so easy to be like, Oh, I should have had this by now, or I should have been at this place by now, or, you know, whatever, whatever it is that we think, but just have like ultimate faith that it's going to work itself out because it never actually works out the way that you think it's going to work out, but it always works out in the end. So you can't lose that faith or that hope because it didn't go the way that you planned it. You know, you just kind of have to be willing to go with the flow, but trust the process and trust your vision and never let that go because it will come into fruition. And that's just on manifestation right there. Like, don't ever stop. I won't stop. You know, so many people will try to tell you that, you know, by the time you hit this age, like you've gotten too old and you should get up like, no. There's no timeline. Most of the people who we see today who are making it big, they're like in their 30s and 40s. Like, we have time. Don't rush it. Thank you. Thank you. That's good. I never thought about it like that, but that's good advice. Like, so many people are, you know, worried about getting to the ice cream shop till, you know, they ain't even thinking about singing in the car, you know, listening to the tunes, like, because there is a journey. And, you know, know, I do see people that, like, get it overnight, but in this industry, the quicker you get it, the quicker you're out, like, because then you're just, you know, and then you're just a trend. Like, look at everybody that blew up overnight where are they now you know what I mean you know you gotta because like I, they're gone you, you, know? you probably don't even appreciate it when you so, get it that fast you know like you what you're working for in this type of business you want to work for longevity you want to be working to like work for a long time not to just like hit it for a moment like it's kind of like when you're trying to build and create wealth even you know like that that quick stuff that quick cash that stuff isn't even like the kind of stuff you want. You want something that's going to like be stable, mm. something that's going to last, something that's going to outlive this little moment. Everybody, especially in today's generation is just like, give it to me now. Got to have it now. Instant, instant, that instant gratification. And, uh, I'm you know, you. it's just, it's, it's not how Yeah. Who are some how you want to go about it? What was you gonna say? Hello? It's not how things work. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It cut out a little bit. Hello, can you am I am I You're here? here. 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But like, I was just saying, like, yeah. Okay, all that. Where did I go? Who knows? But you're here now. That's all that matters. Yeah, okay. Now, now, yeah, yeah. Am I back now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you loud and clear. All right. Yeah. I, w- I don't know where I went. I went in the upside Uh-oh. down. Uh oh. <laughs> the upside down. <laughs> but yeah. But no. I was just saying. That... Yeah. But no. I was just saying that you have to like. Like the world was literally created by words, so it makes sense that our words are powerful, our words are uh, spells almost. So, you know, you just have to manifest it, but you also, you know, have to put in the work. Like, I could say, Oh, my white wall is gonna turn red, and I can speak it into existence, and I might have to go to the Home Depot and get some red paint and paint it myself, but the wall's gonna be red. Like your faith without works is dead. So you definitely have to manifest it as well as put it in Absolutely. the Absolutely. You, know I mean? you can't just sit here and just it's going to happen. I mean, that's part of it, but you have to actually go out there and do the work you know put one foot in front of the other take it to the next step do one thing and then another thing will lead to another thing and the next thing you know you meet this person and you lead to the other thing but you gotta go out there and you gotta go with it with this unwilling un sorry unwilling unwavering faith um in your vision exactly that's that's just like um that's just like baking a cake mm-hmm. and not putting it in the oven. Yes, you know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. Now, what what type of music do you uh, listen to? Who are um, some of your favorite uh, people singers? People always ask me that question. And I just, I listen to so many different types of music because I've been inspired by music from such a young age. Like, I'm a new age person, but I have an old soul. You know, so I like the other, what was it last night? I was mm-hmm. listening to a lot of like old soft rock and kind of like Billie Holiday and Donny Hathaway and Stevie Wonder and, yeah. you know, um, um, Nina Simone. And, you know, like I fucking love 70s music. Like yeah. when, I, when I'm in the mood, like it's just like that feel good stuff. I really enjoy the 80s synth type, you know, from from that like rock perspective and that like 80s pop. And, you know, I love new age music, like that neo soul. Like I love the the 90s R&B era. That yeah. was my jam. Um, oof. Yeah. And it's funny because you remember, like, did you know all the singers from the 70s lived like they were neighbors like there was a i forget where it was i was supposed to go there um in june before (laughs) miss rona entered the group chat we gotta find out who the admin is for her but yeah uh it's called something cove it's in california but basically you had the mamas and the papas jim morrison uh, um, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and all those famous '70s singers, and they lived literally on the same in the same neighborhood. They were neighbors, and I was like, if I had one wish, because you know, oh, like I oh. know they had some jam I sessions. Like jam I just session. know they did. I, I would. 
I would have I would have loved to be a fly on the wall in the seventies and just hear them like Fuck rock yeah. out. That would be you know so what I mean? Tight. Fuck a fly like, on the you, wall. You I want to be a party. Would. Let give me the mic. Yeah, come on, let me have a turn. Let me have a turn. Shoot, I'm telling you, shoot. I'm telling you, get uh, come on, Jimmy, play that guitar. Give me some uh, orange sunshine. Right? Too. Oh, just like my I'll whole take body some LSD shoes. Like, <laughs> like, oh, how great does this feel? This is magic. This is the closest mm. I get to magic. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Now, what are some songs that inspire you? Like, what are some songs that you really groove to? Hmm. All of them. Again, it's more like it's. it just depends on where I'm at in my life. Um, the mood. Like, oof. Tough questions. I don't like this. Interview over. <laughs> <laughs> right no but that's true like i was telling my friend i don't think there's well i take this back because i've been saying wop was a horrible song but then again i'm a barn so i'm supposed to say that but uh i i feel like there's no bad songs honestly i feel like there's no bad songs i feel like there's a purpose and a place for every type of song out there like you would do when I want to get sentimental and heartfelt, would I listen to WAP? No, but if I'm in the if club I'm trying getting to get twerked hyped, on, like, yeah, go WAP, ahead and put WAP on for the, the one best, time. But I still fuck with it though. I'm like, talk about it, be about it, be ratchet. Yeah, because women that's equality right there. People are like, oh, it's so I'm like, I'm you know what? You. Dudes do it all the time and nobody says shit. So shut up because women can do it too. So shut up. <laughs> That's equality. Right. The same the same people that's over here talking about, oh, WAP is a bad song are the same one that went slob right. on my knob come exactly. off. Exactly. They turn I'm that like, up. That's why you jam. can make yeah. bad, raunchy songs. Women can also make bad, raunchy songs. I don't care. I don't care. Suck my dick. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And like another thing, like I, I love it when people, you know, come at me and be like, um, oh, you, you you know, you don't like WAP because, you know, it's female empowerment. No, I don't like WAP because I'm a Nikki <laughs> fan. Like there's literally a, uh, <laughs> there, there's literally a uh, Nicki Minaj group that's been infiltrated with like, the Barty gang and like I, it's fun like we will literally be in there for two hours arguing over who's better Nikki or Cardi I love it like Cardi, it's though. ridiculous it's hilarious yeah but but I will say this Bro, why I did they still let don't Tyler understand that moment I them. talked about it I was like okay okay I'm with it I like the video like it was cute I didn't understand <laughs> the video per se like I'm still. The, 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 like, they were in a That's what I'm like. I was, was gathering, was but then I was like, and... "What was Kylie's yeah. moment? Like, what was that about? Like, does Kylie run shit? Why is this white girl coming on here? What is she doing? What is this? You know who they should have had? 
they should have had if they were gonna do something right. like y'all should have put someone spot. else or somebody musical at least like kylie just had a long ass cameo because even when they did it i was like oh who is this and then i was like, like she was gonna spit Ooh, some bars huh she like she was gonna spit some bars and i'm not you know uh Knocking on her, I see why girls say she looked cute. She was cute with, her with a little old body. Herself, yeah, go ahead, you know, because you know all that stuff is paid for. I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm not hating on Kylie, but I'm not like yeah. team Kylie. Like, I have some friends that are like, I love Kylie. I'm like, what did she do that was so cool? Tell me. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. Exactly. I mean, this shit I don't know. So fuck me for being. A There's hater. so, you know. You know, and and I don't even think it's hate. I'm not saying she was bad. I'm not saying I mean, she was bad. I just don't understand like, it. Like she literally. I'm trying to understand it. Thank you. Okay. Um. Um. We have Normani. Matter of fact, it would have been cool if Rihanna. Rihanna went for the one time. If you have Rihanna walking. Yeah, yeah, Rihanna's yeah, out here just doing her the biggest shit, and I love and me speaking, some Riri for real. If there's anybody who I was trying to be like, it would be like I'm Riri, telling you, Riri's my bitch. I'm telling you, I'm still waiting on that. We all album still wait. Too. Hold I'm your still breath. Waiting on that album. <laughs> I'm telling you, and, and like, say for instance, she has car. She has um, Kylie shook because when. The minute uh, Rihanna launched her line, she made it her business to let people know that she was the first one to do it. She was like, as you know, I've been doing this from umpteen years now, you know, but her products aren't even good because, see, the difference between Kylie products and Rihanna products, Rihanna is actually Rihanna's hands on as with hell. The workers, she don't want to drop no whack ass shit. Yeah. Yeah, versus Kylie, she just gets on the phone like, hey, I like coconuts. Y'all need to make me something with coconuts. You know, she's not actually, you know, preparing and like researching because like she had a coconut facial scrub with shaved coconuts in the facial scrub. I'm like, that is not a good idea. Like that is bad for your skin. And then she going to get on Facebook Live with a filter on you know, promoting her stuff. You know I'm what just I mean? Like, like, come on now. Whatever, whatever, Kylie. I mean, like, do you, Kylie? You're great in your own way, but I'm Team Riri. Fuck it up, Riri, with your natural ass, beautiful ass, yeah. smart ass, talented, billionaire ass. Like, go ahead, do that shit. I'm telling you. Have you tried some of her? Uh, no, I her haven't tried her skincare line, line yet, but I want to. I do, I do. I've actually it's it is it's expensive but i can tell you it is worth the money the only thing i don't like is that the uh the fragrance oh, really? is really really strong and that can be like put that can be yeah. like a set off for some people especially now that we were in mass so i i want her to release of unscented version but man her products are like Good, good. We gonna have some beautiful women oh, walking up in here soon baby. with healthy skin. I'm ready for it. I've actually <laughs> because you. I have boxy charm. I've tried Kylie Jenner's face wash. Which go ahead, Kylie. I actually like that my skin was cleansed and felt moisturized after. So kudos to you. 
I didn't dislike it. Right on. <laughs> yeah. Now, 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 would you say it's a good like makeup um, remover? I don't know because I don't really ever use face wash to remove my makeup. Also, I don't really ever wear that much makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, yeah, we don't. Honey, need it. I just wake up like this, gorgeous. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you that day. melanin. But re- when I take my makeup off, I use like coconut oil. I've never like bought a makeup remover. I just use coconut oil and I wipe that shit off. I heard, I, I heard coconut oil. How does that work? Because I know it's done wonders for my hair. I, I love it. But how does it work? Um, well, because it's oil, makeup? and a lot of the times, like even makeup remove makeup removers will be oil based. But the thing is, like when you use a coconut oil, you gotta wash your face after, so you wash off all the excess oil. But I, for me, because it breaks everything yeah. down, it just wipes off super easy. And I use one of my like soft little beauty rags or whatever, and I just wipe that shit off. It works for me. It doesn't mess up my skin. I, uh, coconut oil is not really like pore clogging but i mean everybody's skin is different so you kind of gotta want to find what works for you but i use coconut oil on like everything i put on my body i oil pull with it like i'll swish my teeth with it brush my teeth with it put it in my hair use it to cook like 